Hello and welcome to Ride Home Review. I'm Oliver. And I'm Susan. And we're back doing catch-up and on Wednesday we saw, I saw, To Kill a Mockingbird in the evening. Well, you were at Harry Potter and the Cursed Childs part one and two. No, part two, actually, in the evening. Yes, this is correct. Now, I saw this in um, October. With a different cast. They have changed... Some of the cast members. I most, think. I think. Um, but also... it is Certainly a, all of the leads. Yeah. It's also a book that I was, but he is, forced to read in high school. And it is one of the books, the few books, that actually survived high school English for me because... It is such a beautifully written piece of, of literature and there's always then a danger of what happens when... You adapt it. When the pictures in your head are one way and somebody else puts something on top of that. And obviously there have been some great adaptations of To Kill a Mockingbird yeah, through have. the Gregory Peck movie. Mm -hmm. And this one is definitely up to scratch. This oh. is by Aaron Sorkin, who is one of the great film writers, television writers, play writers. And, and again, this puts another level of complexity because it's trying to remain 100% faithful to the original in time and space, but has kind of updated the language to be this kind of... Sorkin's... Snork, the sork and snap of today and that I think there would be some that just didn't relate in fact I think there are a couple of people sitting near me who were tut tutting the um, the night that I saw it but it worked spectacularly for me I thought it was just beautifully and conceived. it's captivating and I was a bit thrown out of it at times particularly knowing that it was a white man writing people to say the n-word repeatedly but that is of course in the original text and interestingly I think it would have been more damaging to take it out because I think it probably has more power today because we now fully understand how offensive it is that to take it out would have been a statement that I don't think it's no, warranted, but I, you're right, it, it's a risk. It is a risk, particularly a, a wealthy white playwright using that word in 2019-2020. Yeah. And this won Best Play at the Tonys last year. It's hard to imagine anything better. Because it's just so beautifully written and beautifully performed. You saw Jeff Daniels, I saw Ed Harris. Can we just say that again? I saw Jeff Daniels. I saw Jeff Daniels. And I, I, I just thought I needed to say that a couple of times. Jeff Daniels didn't win the Tony. Oh, shut up. Neither did Ed Harris because he wasn't eligible. But a terrific, terrific work. And it's really nice to see that even with a change of cast... It still works. It still works because sometimes these things get tired and old and watered down. And they have made wise choices in their recasting yeah. to keep it running so more people could sit in their fun. Ed Harris and Jeff Daniels are equally talented. And it was really quite delightful to see that it is still... Yeah, playing not, to a full house. Playing to a full house and not that easy to get tickets. No, no, not sort of Hamilton difficult. But, you know, you've still got to think wisely and open your wallet widely. 
um, mm-hmm. which, you know, great for them, not necessarily so great for us, but well worth every cent. Rating. Yeah, high D. It is a high distinction. All right, back soon.